You are welcome to the official podcast of Apostle Emmanuel Nkum, the founder of the Radiant Place, a well-traveled apostle to over 59 nations in the world, a United Nations representative, a board of director of several organizations in the world, a man with the message of grace, the mandate of grace to affect, influence, and impart his generation, ladies and gentlemen, a man worth hearing. I trust the Lord that you will never be the same again. Stay tuned as you hear the voice of God's servant, Apostle Emmanuel Nkun. God bless you. Turn the Bible with me to the book of Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you and approved of you as my chosen instrument. And before you were born, I consecrated you to myself as my own i have appointed you a prophet to nations i have appointed you as a prophet unto so then what is destiny in connection with glory god's glory is the manifestation of god's presence when god's presence comes upon a man it gives a definition to the man to fulfill his destiny who am I communicating with? It gives what? Definition to the man to do what? Come on now. Some of you are not right. Okay. So, destiny begins with identity. Say that with me. Destiny begins with identity. Identity is what, what defines my personality. Say that again. Destiny is defined... But my uh, by my identity and my identity okay, my identity is what secures my personality so when I am identified because of destiny I am now my personality is encapsulated in my identity sometimes I've traveled to about 59 nations in the world. There are certain countries I go to, they just take my passport and they say, you are welcome, without me doing fingerprinting or anything. There are certain countries too, immediately I get there, they take my fingerprint, they take a lot of things, they stamp the passport and give me the number of days to do. There is something in America that I have done, I'm yet to receive the report. When I did first one, it is called CLEAR. It is an immigration system designed by the American system to spearhead the affairs of people who are going through immigration process. And in the CLEAR, you have to put your eyes inside a particular uh, hole. And when you put your eyes inside the hole, they will know who you are by the reason of your eyes. And then it will come on it CLEARED. So no immigration officer will take your passport or will search your bag or will do anything. They will just tell you to go. So your identity is defined by your personality. Are you getting me? Are you getting me? Okay. Now, there are features. I don't want to go to features before I now move you to some crazy place. I want to make sure I make up within the time. Am I, am I already talking to somebody here? 
Okay. So our human souls cannot truly reside outside Christ because your identity is not in what you achieve. It is whom you are in. For example, you can be a millionaire and somebody can be very broke, but the difference between the broke and the millionaire is what they have in their houses or in America or in London or anywhere. We are all the same. You might eat spaghetti bolognese. I might eat garisokins. Nobody will know what is inside your stomach. It is only your perfume or your dress or the car you drive or the house you live in that will define that you are a very blessed person. So it is not what is outside you that defines you. It is what is inside you that defines you. So, and it is whom you are inside that defines you. I got to, I got to talk about something right now. I want to take you somewhere. It is whom you are in that you are defined by. That's what the Bible said. Your life is hidden in Christ Jesus. That means that when somebody is looking for you, they must look, look for Jesus. So if they can define Jesus, they can define you. If they cannot define Jesus, they cannot define you. So your real definition is not in, uh, in, in connection with your material gain. It's in connection with your relationship with Jesus. Paul saw it and said, in whom I live, in him I move, in him I have my being. I'm teaching here. So as a believer, our identity is in, is in Christ and this is our fundamental security. Your identity in Christ is what defines your fundamental security. So your fundamental security is in your identity. Say that with me, my fundamental security is in my identity and my identity is in a personality and the name of that person is King Jesus. Somebody say hallelujah. That is why Paul saw and said Christ in me, Christ in me, Christ, I'm going somewhere, Christ in me, oh you miss me, not me in Christ, but Christ in me, the hope of my glory. So if we are talking about glory, then we are talking about the residency of Christ in the person, in a personality or in an anthropological being. And then when he now resides in you and get resident in you, then you can say, Christ in me, the hope of my glory. So your security, your glory, your future is encapsulated in the Christ that is in you. So ladies and gentlemen, you cannot have Christ in you and experience the crisis that will kill you. That crisis could be God's navigating factor to take you to where he has destined you to be. So the things you're going through are not meant to destroy you. The things you are facing are not meant to destroy you. For Christ Come on, say that with me. For Christ in me, the hope of my glory. So as I'm talking to you, th there is a hope of your glory. It's not as a result of your prayer, your fasting, the healing, the miracle, the signs and wonders, the prophetic, the, the blind eye opening, but it is the Christ in you that gives you the hope of what? I can't hear you. The hope of what? So as I'm talking to you right now, the Bible said, don't you know that the, 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 the suffering of this present time cannot be compared to the glory, to the what? I'm teaching here. To the what? 
it cannot be compared to the what? The glory that shall be revealed in us. That means as far as Christ is in you, there is a revelation of glory that is about to come out of you. And I'm talking to somebody here that because of the residency of Christ in you, you are about to manifest a particular glory that will silence people around you. How I wish I would hear you shout a louder amen here. So the suffering, say the suffering, cannot be compared to the glory. One more time, say the suffering, the challenges, the pain, the castlessness, the rejection, the disappointment, the human sentiment, the backbiting, the unconcerns, they cannot be compared to the glory that shall be revealed. Now, how can the glory be revealed if there is no glory already in you? So the one who is the glory is the Christ in you. And he is the hope. He is the hope. He is the hope. No wonder the Bible said faith is the substance of things what? Hope for. He is the hope of your glory. So you cannot talk about faith without even talking about Jesus. And you cannot talk about you manifesting faith without you knowing that he's inside of you. So as he is resident in you, you are a time bomb about to manifest the glory of God. Tell somebody I might not be there yet. But I'm a time bomb about to manifest the glory of God. We know who we are when we are in Christ. We are child, we are children of the most high God. Our identity is in God. So in so so is our destiny and our purpose in life. Your destiny, your purpose is in God. And let me show you this. Let me show you this. This is so profound. Let me show you this. We are even though you are a child of God, my child, my son, like Kobna manifest my genetic makeup and my character traits. So the glory that is upon me literally rubs on him. What am I communicating with here? Now if there is a glory on Jesus, then that glory rubs on you. Why? Because we are a co-heir with Christ Jesus. And today I my prayer that if you shout amen, may you manifest this glory. In every aspect of your life and destiny, in the mighty name of King Jesus, lift up your voice and say hallelujah. The scripture gives us an amazing revelation and that the Lord said, Jeremiah chapter 1 verse number 5, look at it, before I formed thee, I formed you in the womb, I knew thee. Before I formed thee, I knew thee. Before I formed thee, I knew thee. To me, it's the tautology. Before I formed thee, I knew thee. Before I formed thee, I knew thee. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you in the womb. Do you understand? I think I got to go deeper for me to show you something here. And I approved of you as my chosen instrument. Some versions say as my chosen vessel. And before you were born, I consecrated you to myself as my own. And look at the next one. He said, I have appointed you as a prophet to the nations. That means before you were born, you existed in the one that existed before the existence of everything that ever existed. So you are not 10 years old, 5 years old, 20 years old. 
You are as old as God. You miss me. Before I formed thee and knew thee. That means you were existing before you existed. Before I formed thee, I knew thee. How did you know me if I was not existing? Before I formed thee, I knew thee. And I ordained thee as a prophet for myself. Hey. So as I'm talking to you right now, God knew you before you were born. And whatever you are going through right now, God knows about it. And the good news is that it might be that the devil thinks he's using something to destroy you, but God knows that that is a route or the riot that you are about to pass through to get to where your glory will manifest. So never allow anything you are going through to intimidate you. You are a time bomb about to manifest. Come on, shout a louder amen here. I think I'm teaching here. So he knew thee. Tell somebody he knew me. Oh, I love it. Say it louder. Say, he knew me. Now, this is very important that you get it. He knew you. So, you are not an accident. You are not a biological mistake. He knew thee before you were born. It doesn't matter what you are facing, the challenges you are going through. I I wonder sometimes when I look at my life, how could God use someone like me who was selling Gary in the marketplace, who was pushing truck in Kojokrum, who was uh, 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 drying corn, in Kojokrum, who was carrying Gary on my head to go. But when I was selling those Gary toffees, kerosene, and all those things, like, um, sell all kinds, of, as long as I could get something from it, I would sell it. Okay. Are you getting me? And I was a small boy. I think it was a child abuse. If I were to be in America, I would have sued my mother. I think it was a child abuse. Because I was very small, selling Gary and all those things, and going and crossing road, and trains will be coming, and they would say, hey, hey, hey. And I never knew I would be here today. I never knew that I, I, I will speak to United Nations. I never knew that I will, I'll, I'll be giving several awards in the world. I never knew I'll be giving one of the most convincing preachers in the world. I never knew that one day the world will celebrate me. I thought that that was my destiny. Not knowing that sometimes God will take you to the interior just to prepare you for exterior assignment. There is a glory coming. There is a glory coming. I said there is a glory coming. Hey, you can't feel it. eh? I said there is a glory coming. And that glory is about to manifest quickly. Lift up your voice and shout a louder amen here. Sit down for me. That before he was ever conceived in the womb, before his, his grandparents were even born, that is Jeremiah, something was already written about him. We are unique with gift and resources designed to bring us into fulfillment and intimacy with God. Let me tell you. I'm telling you, I'm taking you somewhere. Let's go to Psalm 139, verse number 16. Psalm 139, verse number 16. Psalm 139, verse number 16. Your eyes, say that with me, your eyes have seen my unformed substance. And in your book were all written the days that were appointed for me, when as yet there was not one of them even taking shape. Let me 
Is it your Bible? Are you sure that's what's your Bible? Somebody, are you sure? Okay. Let me, let me show you this scripture. Your eyes have seen my unformed substance. That means before you were formed, you were unformed. Before you were formed. Before you were formed, you were unformed. Before you were visible, you were invisible. Before you were seen, you were in the realm of the unseen. I'm teaching here. Look at it. He said, he said, your eyes have seen my unformed substance. My what? My unformed substance. And in your book were all written. That means when you were not formed by God, when your mother and your father had not met, you were formed. And in God's book, you were written. In God's book, you were written. You seated here. You were written. Your name, your mother will give you the circumstances around your birth, the pain you will give, you will go through, the disappointment, the shame, and all kinds of they were all written. You are not living a life of adventure. You are living a life that has already been lived. Your life is a replay. I should break it down. I will take you there. Watch this here. Watch this here. Say your eyes have seen my unformed substance. Can I dwell there for two minutes? It means that seated here today is somebody that was living with God before God decided to decided in eternity to cause you to step into time for a particular assignment. So when you were unformed, you were when you were invisible, when nobody could see you, God had already seen you. And God has written something concerning you. Oh my God. So, you, so don't tell me you are one year old. Don't tell me you are 40. You are getting to your 50. You are very, very old guy seated here today. But the good news is that God kept you and released you into a particular generation that you can be relevant in it. I'm coming. I got to take you further. And in your book were all written. Everything about Apostle Nkum was written in his book before my father met my mother. It was already written in his book. <laughs> oh, I love this scripture. I love this scripture. The days that were appointed for me. So how many years I will live is in the hands of God. How many years Ebony would have lived was in the hands of God. Whether prophet saw it or no prophet saw it, there are people at the age of 21 that dies. True of us. Good. 18. Two years. Four months. Even a day old. Even some of them dies in the womb. They don't see the daylight. But, this is a mystery. This is a mystery that must be decoded. The days that were appointed for me was written. So God knows how long you will live. That is why when Hezekiah's time was close, has God sent Isaiah to Hezekiah and told Hezekiah, that young man, you know I like you. He said, yes. He said, I am God. He said, I know. He said, I send this guy to come and tell you because you are my very good friend that put your house in order. 
for you are about to die. It is written in my books. This is your season to die. Then Hezekiah said, Isaiah, you brought me this news. He said, yes. He said, you can go. Then he turned himself and faced God and said, why would you even say you will kill me? If it's in your book, are you not the one who wrote it? Can you find a way to change what you wrote? Because if you want to kill somebody, it should not be me. I bought you pulpit. I take care of the pastor. I pay my tithe. I pay my offering. I am the one who is intending to build a place for you. If you kill me, who will build a place for you? God, don't go. Don't go. Come. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. You say you want to kill me. Say yes. Are you not the giver of life and death? He said yes. So can't you let me live? Because I can let you live. He said then call Isaiah. I need the good news. This one was not for me. It could have been for my neighbor. So give me the one that you know it is for me. God said don't worry. I am doing a rectification. I am doing a rectification. Then he sent Isaiah to go back. And when Isaiah went back, he asked him, do you think 15 more years will be okay for you? He said, no, never mind. I wanted to have too much and 15 years will be okay. At least by that time, their eyes will be open a little bit. I wanted to build a church for God. I wanted to, I wanted to start some businesses. I wanted to travel to 30 countries. I think 15 years will be okay. Stresslessly, I can be going around the world to have vacation, have fun, enjoy this earth before I go to him to enjoy the heavens. Who am I communicating with here? A man sat down with God and then told God, why do you want to kill me? Is it because I have a sore on my leg? You want to just kill me? Can't you heal the sore and give me more years? The same Isaiah that came, the same Isaiah that said that God cannot change. And Micah said, I am the Lord, I change not. A man contended with God and God said, I have decided to rectify that which has been written. That is the time you will die and I've decided to give you 15 more years. Today, I plead with heaven that heaven will prolong your days on earth. Listen to me. This is, this is something great I got to share. Today also, I pray for you that if God wants to give you a miracle, some cars, some breakthroughs, some connection, some children, and he want to, he has made it to me like 10 years time, 15 years time, as he has written, I beg him tonight, let heaven rectify. I say, let heaven rectify. Let it come quickly. In the name of Jesus. Lift your voice and shout a louder amen here. When heaven rectify, you will be magnified. The rectification of heaven will bring magnification, magnification to men. When God decides to rectify, who am I communicating with here? Who am I communicating with here? Let me tell you, let me tell you. After this service today, there are some of you hearing the sound of my voice. God is going to rectify. There are things in your family that God will rectify. There are things in your background that God will rectify. There are things people have said concerning you that God will rectify. So that you can be able to maximize the glory of God that is upon your life. Lift up your hands, clap your hands and give God praise. Hallelujah. You are about, God is about to rectify things in your life. You will never die like this. You will never continuously struggle like this. Things in your lives are about to change. 
How I wish I would hear somebody say, Lord, I know there is written something written concerning me. Tell today to say, say, Lord, I know I am not an accident. Say, Lord, I know I am not a fluke. Say, Lord, I know I am not a coincidence. For if there is something written concerning me, that will favor me, I demand that it come to pass speedily as a foundation for a higher height of my life and my destiny in the name of Jesus. But if there is something written that will make something happen that will be more than I can handle tonight by divine demand I ask for ratification in the name of Jesus. Lord let it be rectified in Jesus name. Shout a louder amen three times. Shout again. Shout again. Amen. How many of you are understanding God better tonight? The days that were appointed for me, semicolon, when as yet there was not one of them even taking shape. Look at it. And he, that means that there are things God can write that certain people can sabotage. So the things you wrote, I have never seen them taking shape. I'm wondering how David saw what God wrote concerning him that it was not taking shape. And I think that it was in line with the day when Prophet Samuel went to his father's house and anointed him as a king over Israel and the guy was still struggling in the cave of Abdullah. Have you been prophesied to that you are going to be very great? You are going to be a millionaire. He said, the kind of money I see around you, eh? Hey! and you are not seeing the manifestation of it I came to tell you you can still be a king and sleep in the cave of Abdullah he said do, he said, do you know what I heard prophet Samuel tell me he told me I am you have chosen me as a king I will rule I am a man after your heart I am this I am that he said I have been looking None of it has fallen into shape. I went to fight Goliath. I thought my praises will, was what was going to take me far. By the time I realized my enemies have increased. The man that I take as my mentor wants to even kill me. Whilst I am playing a, a, a guitar for him, he is having a spear to kill me because he has heard that I have been anointed as a king over Israel. What do I do, master? When you are anointed by God to be a multi-millionaire and you are begging for salt. So I've never seen one in shape. Now it means that if you don't understand the prophetic timing in the manifestation of your destiny, you might blame God when God is busy preparing the day your own destiny will manifest. I don't know what I'm teaching here. Am I teaching somebody here? <laughs> Tell somebody, don't blame God. He's preparing something great for you. Somebody shout a louder amen here. 
Sit down for me. Let me say some crazy stuff and get out of the way. And he has equipped us to come into that destiny. God has equipped you. Let me tell you, whatever you need to fulfill your destiny is inside of you. It's not around you. Nobody should deceive you. Everything that you need, but you need a man to activate it. David was a king before Samuel anointed him. The anointing of Samuel confirmed whom he was designed to be. Who am I communicating already? As I'm sitting here right now, standing here right now, there are people that God has designed here. What I want you to know is that there is something designed for you and it is designed only for you. Are you hearing me? And you have been equipped to fulfill that huge destiny. You have been equipped to fulfill it. You, can I pray for you? May God take you to that level where you will fulfill that destiny in the mighty name of King Jesus. Somebody shout a louder amen and shout I receive it. And shout I receive it. Sit down for me. When we were created in our mother's womb, the father gave us a lifelong heart motivational or grace gift found in Romans chapter number 12. There is something God, when you go home, I want you to begin to read the book of Romans chapter number 12. When the Bible said, therefore I urge you brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as what? As a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable before the Lord. Why do you present your body as a gift to God? Because your gift, your body is a gift to God. You giving your life to God is your own gift unto God. I think I'm teaching here. I don't have time to preach this. I don't have time. I don't have time. I still want to be within timing and close this. I want to, can I pray a prayer for somebody here? I want to pray one prayer for somebody here. May the God whom I serve and I've served all my life arise, arise and champion the course of your destiny and bring you to a realm of the manifestation of your glory in the mighty name of King Jesus. There is somebody here, I'm hearing the Lord ministering to me. You have been going through a lot of things in your life. You have been going through some certain levels of challenges in your life. And it looks as if anytime something great is about to happen, something comes in and it blocks it. The Lord is ministering to me that he has released angels to fight your battles for you. That this is the last time in your life you will experience disappointment. That there are people who promised you and it looks as if they have forgotten you. Say yet the spirit of the Lord. He is about to cause them to give you a call and it will be a change, a game changer in your life. In the mighty name of King Jesus. Lift up your voice and let me hear your amen like a believer here. Sit down for me. So destiny, somebody say destiny. Destiny is the path God has designed for you. It's a path God has designed for for you. Not what you have designed for you, but it's a path God has designed for you. Now, my prayer is that whatever path God has designed for you, may God cause you to walk on that path. How I wish you would shout amen here. Have you ever heard the songwriter 
that said, when you walk with the Lord in the light of his word, what the glory he shares on our way. What we, we do is good will. He abides with us still. And with all who will trust and obey. Sing it loud. Trust and obey. For there's no other way to be to trust and obey. Say that for me. Tonight, God is changing things in the spirit. 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 Look at what I'm seeing. There is somebody that God is about to cause. You are believing God for some financial help. And I'm seeing two people helping you suddenly. Like it's going to be like something unexpected, but God is going to cause it to happen for you. And I'm seeing no, it's like it's not a help you need, it's a help you have asked for. And the Lord said He is causing two people to give you a call, and there shall be a release of the fulfillment of that help in your life. In the name of King Jesus, somebody shout a louder amen here. Sit down for me. Uh let me use three minutes to round up with this scripture. Isaiah 43 verse 7. Our ultimate destiny and purpose in life are not to meet some need in our lives, but to be able to be in Christ. When you are in Christ, you are done. Car is addition. House is addition. Fame is addition. Popularity is the addition, but when you are in Christ, you are done. How many of you realize that when our sister Ebony died, now even in her funeral today, you realize that everything there is about God. True or false? And the testimonies, all that she did in her life, nobody spoke about it much. What they spoke about was her encounter with Dr. Lawrence Tete that caused her to give her life to Jesus. And because at this particular time, her achievement is nothing to write home about except the choice of destiny. And Dr. Lawrence Tete said she chose Jesus 17 hours later. She was dead. So, this lady we can say, call to glory. Why? Because at the time when everybody thought that this girl, even she herself says she's a bad girl. It's, it's one of her signature name. The 90s bad girl. It's part of her song. Is that, am I making sense at all? Yet, when God wanted to put people to shame, 17 hours because he knew. Don't forget the scare we read in 
in the book of Psalms. Because he knew when she will go. And she, he, God himself loved that girl. She made the girl to go into an embassy called Bongoros or Honduras or I don't know which embassy. And she met, he met that man there and ran to the man and said, Ah, I've been looking for you. I've been praying for the day I will meet you so that I can also make you my own father, my spiritual father. And now he said, that is not important as when you connect yourself to the spiritual father in heaven. And he said, I told a story about a young man that was going to I told a story about a young man, a young boy of 12 years on the roadside that was about to travel, was on the roadside at the bus stop and wanted to go to somewhere. And he said, an old man came and said, you cannot stand here. The bus will not stop. The young man did not answer the old man. Another one again, the young man, the young man said, sir, the bus will stop. He said, where you are, the bus will not stop. He said, the bus will stop. This is the story she told the young lady. He said, but I know boss does not stop here. The young man said, I know the boss will stop here. And the man was standing by to watch the boy. The boss was going who and stopped at where the young man was. The young boy was. And when the young boy entered, and the old man also was at the bus stop and also entered, what the young man said is that the driver is my father. He said, when the driver is your father, he will stop for you and pick you at any joint you are in. I got to let you know that God is your father and the glory of your father will rub on your destiny. Come on, shout a louder amen here. God is your father. You may not have a car yet, not a house yet, not a breakthrough yet, not too much money yet, not fame yet, but God is your father. How proud you are. 12 years old boy, standing there and telling an old man that the, the bus driver will stop. And the bus driver just stopped and maybe came down and took the boy in and rubbed his head and then looked at the old man and smiled and said, that boss, that bus driver is my father. How, how proud could this boy be? And I got to tell you that God, 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 I say, God, I say, God is your father. Oh, you, I say, God is your father. Are you hearing me? And that boss will not pass you by. That boss will stop for you. Today is the day you have to start thinking about your life. Today is the day you have to start reflecting God factor in your life. I, I don't know, my time is up, but let me, let's read this last scripture. Please, read Isaiah 43 verse 7. I think... There's a scripture that said, everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory. I got to show you this. Is that what is there? Read it loud. Read it loud. Isaiah 43, 7. Everyone who is called by my name. Everyone who is called by my name. Whom I created for my glory. Whom I created for my glory. Whom I, whom I have formed. Even whom I have made. You are made, created for what? For what? For whose glory? For whose glory? So do you have that glory now? How do you receive the glory? By relationship with Jesus. As I'm talking to you right now, you are a walking glory of God. You, I say, you are a walking glory of God. 
I'm praying for a time to share with you about 25 benefits of the glory. When you walk in glory, there are 25 things that can follow you in your life. Arise is one. Shine is two. You are, among people, you become unique. How many of you believe that today's service was very important? Say he's my father. He's my father. I don't like this. Shout again. Say he's my father. He's my father. Come on, shout again. Shout he is my father. He's my father. I met a guy in St. Lucia at the airport when I was about to go and give my passport to them to stamp in. He just came in and said, He is my father. And they said, We are very sorry, sir. And they carried me and took me to the presidential lounge. They did everything, came to carry me and apologized to me again. Meanwhile, it's a protocol to be observed. Just that I had a son. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. I say, Glory, hallelujah. Say, He is my father. Come on, shout again. Shout, He is my father. I pray for you. How, why did he create you? Please, if you get this, then I will be done with this. Why did he create you? He created you for his word. Please get me. If you get me tonight, you will never be the same again. He created you for his word. He created you for money, for a car, for a house, for a husband. What did he create you for? He made you. So God doesn't care about somebody who is a multi-billionaire. If he has no relationship with him, he is nothing. I need your glory. Show me your power. Less of me and more. I'm so glad you're listening to Apostle Emmanuel Nkun today. I trust God you have been so much blessed. And I believe God that your life, your destiny, your family, your mindset, your goal and aspirations will never be the same again. Understand this, that the best gift to humanity is not a car, it's not a house, it's not a building, but it's Christ Jesus. Because he's the only one that can validate your eternal values. Until I come your way same time next week, remember it is not too destroyed that he cannot repair. It is not too broken that he cannot fix. It is not too scattered that he cannot gather. It is not too destroyed that he cannot repair. And every day of your life shall be full of grace. For when you walk alone, it's a risk. When you walk with man, it's a mere risk. But when you walk with God, you shall be full of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I cannot end this broadcast unless I give you the privilege to make the Jesus the Lord of your life. Say this with me. Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. I can't save myself. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me with your blood and make me your child. And this thing you said has changed your shift in life. You are now a child of God, a born again Christian. Write us on the a P.O. Box C.O. 1711 Tema And I trust God that your testimony shall be read for many generations to hear God richly bless you